Welcome to the Us and Stuff podcast, where we talk about family life, creativity, and everything in between. And how everything we do is framed by the gospel. Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm RJ. Welcome to the Us, Us and Stuff, Stuff podcast. podcast. Episode 16. 1-6. I was going to say one one six, but yeah. shout out to Reach Records. What's up? All I need is. one one. Oh, that way. I, wow. I messed it up. Disappointments. <sighs> but we are talking about not disappointments. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about um today we're gonna be talking about I guess what creativity, um creators, influencers. How about you as a graphic artist? Because this man, okay. ladies and gentlemen, is now a graphic artist, paid full time graphic artist. Yes, How big shout feel? out to uh, Second Presbyterian Church. Hey, I call him Tupac because <laughs> it's too PC. Get it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it feels great. It's great to be able to tell people, like, hey, what do you do? I'm a graphic I'm a graphic artist. designer. Yeah. yeah, I'm a graphic artist. Like, it's so if you're just now like hopping in and you don't know much of our story, um, RJ was in the military Mm -hmm. and I'll give like the brief summary is you got out hoping, aspiring to become a graphic artist, (laughs) but it didn't take off fast, which we knew. And for a while you were working. We were were trying to go to school. Remember? Yeah. yeah. I was going to go to art school. And he was enrolled to go to art school and they shut down. They shut it down. And said, you can't come here, homie. Big shout out to Memphis School of Arts for failing me. <laughs> I failed before I even. But their failure was your success. Because now you're not having to be stuck in four years of college. And you're able to get the job that you're wanting. Yeah. That you would have taken four years to get to. It only took you two. So we get to talk about those things. Yeah. Like, how do we count those as blessings and things that, I guess, worked out, Yeah, I guess, for the good? So before he got this full-time graphic position, he was working at a medical lab Yes, for most of this time. And it was from 6 o'clock to 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and then I would get home and hustle and bustle and then... Do all that stuff. So yeah, and now he is finally. Yes, yeah, somebody off. somebody saw value in it and pitched me to their boss at an agency here in Memphis, and it it just worked out. Yeah. Big big love to Josh. Um, you can follow him on Instagram as Domestic Society. Yeah, cool really guy. cool guy. Um, he also has a little YouTube channel with his boys, which is pretty funny. I like that a dad's playing with his boys yeah. and having fun. So, so big. I was thinking that for today, yeah. um, we were thinking about how you get several messages a week asking you, "Hey, how did you get the hookup?" That I you probably have? get them a lot more than you than we think, or that. I was like more than me. I was like, no one no, messages no. me and asks me how I got the hookup. I no. Have. Hey, how about that stay-at-home <laughs> life with children? No, they they ask me questions, and my wife sees them, and she's like, you get 
a lot of questions. Yeah. So why so, not? Let's just answer some of these questions. Yeah. And we'll kind of keep it brief this week. But um, so I'm going to interview our graphic artist today. Oh, make sure you. you're make sure you're following him, RJV Collectives on uh, Instagram. RJV underscore. Oh, make collectives. sure that underscore is there. I don't know how many imposters there are. <laughs> so. Sure. First question of the day. Okay. You ready? Yep. What do you wish you knew before you started? Like from the from what you know now, okay. if you could go back and tell RJ coming out of the Navy, quitting that life, going into pursuing the graphic art position. I would have definitely started earlier. That's probably would that probably would have helped. Because right now I'm 36. Wow. <laughs> I would I, say I never 34. Know how old I am now. I'm 36 okay. years old. And, you know, I was like, the only thing, if I can say anything, is, man, I should have done this way sooner. But then again, I wouldn't change anything because, you know, it wouldn't have brought me to where I am today. Right. So I can't really say too much out of, you know, yeah. something if I knew before. So mainly, so maybe not to you. That's probably but, more of the skill set. Yeah. So speak to the person who's wanting right now. Like uh, to get into you can that. tell them, like, if I had known this, this is what I would have done differently. So I would say polish your craft real soon. Um, because a lot of people will try to find their niche way, way too late. And by the time you find it, you're not gonna be able to be in a position to be able to you know, excel on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very fortunate to be able to find that fairly, fairly um, later, but fairly quickly. Um, Wait, later or quickly? Later, but quickly. Because I was like, <laughs> instead, instead of for me to take like eight years of finding my niche or mm-hmm. my my type of style, um, it took me like seconds. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. It took me like a couple people were like, "Hey, I like this," and then I got to work on that craft for. So is that how you would say you found your niche? Is that you just put out stuff and people were yeah, you got to work. You got to work at it. Yeah, because it wasn't just like uh, it was something that people liked, and then they kind of like affirmed that, said like, "Hey, that's cool. Mm -hmm. You should do that more." And then I started to branch out on other areas. And people said, you do that really well. And then, bam. And so that's where I kind of get my eclectic style. Mm-hmm. So so how would you tell someone who's like, they're talented, mm-hmm. but maybe not to the point of getting that position? Like practically things that they need to learn, things that they need to do. Uh, programs. Yeah. Um, there's a and lot. What, of, yeah. What are the main programs that they need to? So Adobe. Get to know Adobe. I know it's expensive. I know there's, but they they have free trials. There's people that you might know that work with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's other apps that are kind of mimicking. Um, I know, like on the iPad, I use Procreate, mm-hmm. and Procreate actually saves it under Photoshop. So if you do have, yeah, at least have Photoshop. Under the Adobe Suites, then you can use that. And you're gonna kind of help each other, but you need to work on those things. Me, I found this out like later in life, like way late. Like I said, 
I was very fortunate to have learned these things fast, but later in the game, you know what I mean? Well, also, if you had went back in time like years earlier, these programs didn't exist. That's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> so you would have yeah. been able to perfect them better. But there's a little bit. So I had the conversation with my boss, or I guess my future boss, mm-hmm. um, Rob, and he was like, Well, by the time this is uh, published, he will be your boss. Yeah. So, um, hey, how you doing, Rob? <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he said there's, there's a little bit of, um, and I, I think I've even heard Andy Mineo say this about, there's a little bit of freedom um, in in having constraints. So if you have like a, a like limited supply, it forces you to be creative. Mm-hmm. Um, so like me at the time, I only had this broken iPad. Yeah. I didn't have now. When he says broken iPad, part of the screen didn't work. So he would like pinch and pull the picture that he's to working, the part that, it that does he's work. working on. Yeah, <laughs> I remember I'll... watching you work on this thing. It was yeah, and and for the longest time, I didn't have a stylus. Yeah. I used my finger, so a lot of my drawings were yeah. finger. So you guys should go back and look painting. at his. Instagram when he first actually when he first started before he got the iPad actually his very first pictures or were pencil, old, and paper. pencil and paper like he's yeah. old school here but then you start to see some digital drawings <laughs> creep up those were all done finger painting guys yeah it's pretty impressive <laughs> it was very challenging like my I sort of felt like I had arthritis so talk about humble <laughs> beginnings <This> yeah. is, <laughs> but there's a little like again there was like this little constraints of like limitations mm-hmm. that actually makes you or forces you to be creative yeah because you don't have those programs i don't have i don't have a work with what you have don't yeah. say if only i had like you got to learn to yeah. work with what you have and adapt and overcome like yeah. work at it it makes you feel so much more successful when you finish it and, and then like, when you finally get the new thing then you're like yeah i spelled that when yeah. i first got the ipad like i i Look, babe i can draw on all parts of the screen yeah <laughs> Oh, I can draw a circle. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh, my mind was blown. So yeah, that, so yeah. So is I there anything say, else that you wish you knew though, or to the person who's starting out, like if I had known this, this is what yeah, I would have done. To, I would say just be in the, I guess, in the same heartbeat of other graphic designers. Mm-hmm. Um, pick their brain. A lot of them will be happy to tell you what what kind of advice they would give you. Um, but learn those kind of well, early. You're, that, you're doing that for them right now. They're picking their your brain at this point. Well, I don't know. I'm still learning myself, you know. Yeah. But but you you've you've learned a little bit since I have learned then, a little bit. So. Actually, a lot of bit. So let them pick your brain right now. Yeah. So that's what I would probably say is like learn those things that you could probably work on, because um, you you don't want to you don't want to be into a, a point where you're trying to learn. As you're going, and you have like three or four clients that are like, "Hey, we really like your stuff," but you're like, "I totally made that up." And or that took me like two weeks to draw. Yeah, They're exactly. expecting me and to turn this around in a day. Yeah, so like polish that stuff before mm-hmm. you kind of get into it. Yeah, don't put um, yourself out there for hire until you actually know what you're doing. Yes, and if you're, I don't know, I didn't have school, so I. I'm kind of coming from this point of I didn't need school kind of thing. So I'm kind of giving that advice. Not saying that don't go to school mm-hmm. if you do need school. but um, Well, you wanted to go to school. You had planned to go to school. It wasn't yeah. that you didn't need it. 
But but it just I'm just saying, take advantage out. of your yeah. your situation and the season of life you are in. If you're like a single, you know, kid that's with their parents and you're pretty good at you know what you do, take advantage of it, man. Yeah. Like your parents are they're gonna feed you, they're gonna take care of you. So that goes into our next question is transitioning into being a graphic artist. So they know, (laughs) I I mentioned you had a full-time job and then you started doing some graphic art stuff and then you eventually got this new position. But that transition, what does that look like? Advice to get to where you are? So I guess big thing, uh, heed warning, it's gonna it's gonna be rough. It's gonna yeah. suck. And I'll I'm not gonna sugarcoat it to you. I'm not gonna say like, oh, it's gonna get better because I don't know how long that will be for you. Because yeah. it felt like forever for me. Um, but I also had a family. Mm-hmm. I have you know I'm a, I'm a husband. I'm a dad, and those things they go by fast too. Mm-hmm. So you need to make time for that. Um, you just have to have time management like. That's probably the biggest thing. Um, but transitioning, I was working a, not a nine to five job, but I was like a, yeah, pretty much a nine to five job. job. Yeah. Full time. And I would sneak away like during lunches, mm-hmm. during breaks, my 15 minute breaks, during slow times. If there was any, I would draw and I would do, work on those projects. Yeah. And I would have to let the client know or the person I'm working with, um, like, hey, mm-hmm. I I don't get home until four o'clock. But as soon as I get home, it's not even four o'clock; it's usually five. Yeah. As soon as I get home at five, from five until you get, you're gonna burn that midnight oil. Yeah. Like if you really want this, you're gonna you're gonna do whatever it takes. And yeah, you never really stop working. Yeah, and I mean, some people sometimes I I wouldn't miss a meal. Mm-hmm. Like during lunch times, um, like you're gonna work for it. Yeah. If you really want it, you're gonna work for it. If you don't, then I would beg to see like, is this really what you want to do? Because if you're not willing to sacrifice, you're maybe you don't want it. Maybe you don't want it as bad. Yeah. You know. Um, but that's and what I want. So wanted. with that time that you are putting in, what advice would you say? Like, because you're saying like you need to have. Um, a game plan with your time management. Yes. So you're working a full-time job that has nothing to do with graphic art. They come home from from work and they're wanting to put that time in. So what are you doing with that time to get seen, to be noticed, and also, you know, the people who are hiring you? Like, there's a whole lot going on. Yeah, there's a lot of moving parts to it. And I think that's what you got to do. You got to strategize. And you got to think big picture. Um, you can't assume that um, these people know your situation, right. and I think that was a big that was a big learning lesson. Um, when somebody would ask me, "Hey, I need an album art done," and then they message me, they expect me, it right then and there. Yeah, and and they don't understand that, and you kind of have to paint that, I guess, in a in a paint a different <laughs> picture, a metaphorical. You picture. got yeah, you got to let them know, like, "Hey, this is my story. This yeah. is what's going on." Um, and that also develops in your relationship with them. Um, but if you have a family, you first that has to that has to be um, top priority. I know that sounds cliche. I know it sounds like oh yeah, of course, family first. But no, 
these are my influences and these are my inspirations. So if I want anything uh, to, to work well and to be inspired and do cool things, my, my kids need to be involved and be happy and and taken care of and taken care of and yeah. that's where you know my wife you know I value you in in that because so that goes both ways though so I know we mentioned this in the creatives for a creator episode yeah. um, but for the wife of a creative mm-hmm. or flip-flopped if it's the other spouse um, you have to help help them with this pursuit of their creative yeah. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Career. Yeah. Um, so there are times where I have to make sacrifices, but doing it because, and it's not really a sacrifice for me because I know that you're getting to do what you love. Yeah. And I want to see you succeed in that. And I know for you to have that success, it's going to take time. So I can't get jealous of the time that you're putting into it or, you know, If you're having to eat quickly and then get straight back to work, I have to make time for you to be able to do that because I know you have a full-time job, but you're also doing pretty much full-time graphic art as soon as you get home. So it's like... And it's the other way around, too. Like, I can't just, like, assume that I'm going to drop everything. Right. um, Or you're going to drop everything to help me because you've already put in... Your full-time job. And I'm tired by the time. <laughs> and so RJ, when he comes home, especially, I mean, you guys heard a couple weeks ago when we were talking about our rough day that we had. Those happen a lot. Mm. And so RJ comes home. He knows, like, I'm I'm literally in tears by the time he gets home. I'm exhausted. And he needs to get to work. But he also makes time for his family to be able to yeah. um, take the kids yeah, you just give gotta- me a break. Yeah, you got to prioritize, and that's why it's a very important for you to be involved yeah. uh, in each other's lives outside of this. Yeah. But if you're not... If you're not married. If you're not married. You're still going to have other... Um, challenges. And, yeah, and other... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, priorities? Yeah, other responsibilities. Responsibilities, thank you. Yeah, you're going to have... It's late, guys. Responsibilities, you're going to... You know, great power comes great responsibilities. Yeah. Spider-Man. <laughs> but you're going to have other responsibilities, so it yeah. may not be children or anything else, but you still have to take care of your home. You yeah. still need to cook and clean for yourself. You probably yourself. have a full-time you, job. You need a shower. Make sure you get that in. Yeah, but you probably um, do have a full-time job. Yeah. So transitioning back to what we are talking about, yeah. transition transitioning to becoming a graphic artist. Okay, so now they're working the full-time job, coming home, busting their butt to get it out. Now they want to take it to that to looking for an actual graphic arts position. Yeah, so How build that resume. Yeah. Um, I think that would be the next thing is to build that resume, work with other people. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say work to, I guess, other people that are, um, just trying to make it because mm-hmm. they're gonna pitch the whole like, "Hey, we'll get you some followers if you post it on your Instagram." And but yeah. like, don't do that. Yeah, build your brand and act professional. And yeah, then, I think that's the main thing. It's like if you're if you're want to be taken seriously as a professional, yeah. 
work with other professionals. Yeah. And, and think, seek out people who and are. And think long term. I think when you're building your resume, think long term. Is this something that's going to, I want to be able to brag about, you know, to, uh, to a major label or to a, a company that has an agency? Is this something that I want to brag about 10 years from now, five years from now, or whatever it may be? Because some of the stuff that I've worked on before, I don't put on my resume because I wasn't. Very so proud I think of that would things. go back to something you wish you would have known when you first started. Yeah, I guess. Pick, pick yeah. where you're putting your time. Is it building yeah. that that resume? Are the things that you're doing today working for your tomorrow? Yeah, and is it something that you would want to put on a resume? If it's not, then maybe it's not. Yeah. No, I mean, of course, you still need the income. So if it's something that is going to if it's help to about, build you for your job. Yeah. And to for your investing, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but that's, I mean, that's all up to you and what you're. Gonna I have do. to add something else. Well, I guess I'll get to our next in the top do's and don'ts. But something that I would say, starting out, don't uh, be so cheap, or like, uh, yeah. don't be a, a art whore just handing it out <laughs> to anybody that comes knocking at your door. Yeah, don't definitely don't because be a floozy. With I, you. I will say that my husband was just giving it out to anybody that just asked for it. In the, the in the beginning, you know, when I was drawing with my finger, yeah, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, this guy, he puts out a thing. He's like, was it like five or ten dollars? It was five dollars, and I didn't realize how many people would like pay yeah. attention. But he put, hey. For a limited time, I'm giving out a <laughs> I didn't custom say, art. I didn't say how limited, like yeah. how how long I'm going to do this, and so I just kept on getting like messages saying like, "Hey, I'll PayPal you five oh bucks if you gosh. draw this." And some people used it for other things. That yeah, were I not, got burned, and yeah. it was bad. So, so yeah, so that that's something that you need. Don't to be know a is, cheap art whore. Yeah, art floozy. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> You know what? That will actually help you a lot if you really think about that. Um, yeah, don't don't just give it out like no. that. And take and, yourself as serious as you want to be taken. Yeah, be as professional as you can with yeah. it. Um, so yeah, so build. So you're saying build the resume, work. So while you're doing the graphic, or not? Sorry, not graphic arts. While you're doing the full time, not sure. graphic art position. The graphic art that you're doing at home, when you get home, have the time, yep. needs to be building that resume for that graphic art position that you're exactly. pursuing. Yeah, and let them come to you. Like, don't don't go fishing. Um, I know that was that was a big. I guess this will kind of go into the do's and don'ts. Yeah. Um, but like, don't go begging. Yeah. Don't don't beg. So, don't. how would you say? You can get your art seen without being, um, or with being uh, tasteful about it. So I think so. There's a there's like a formula that I kind of go with, mm -hmm. and it's kind of like a, you you can give give away fan art mm -hmm. for free. So if you let's say Andy Mino, like or or just a rapper or somebody that you really dig and you just really like them. Mm -hmm. You do a fan art, but make sure that your Instagram is not full of fan art. Mm -hmm. But you do one fan art, and you give it to that person, and you say, hey, this is yours. This is rightfully yours. This is about you, and you're being highlighted into it. So thank you. Mm -hmm. I love your stuff. 
you can be a fangirl about that, yeah. you know. But then, then leave it alone. Don't keep sending them. Don't keep on doing it. Even if they respond and they say, oh, my gosh, this is fire, you know, all the emojis, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is, don't get too hyped. Yeah. Then you work on your next craft, your next thing. Yeah. You let it sit. You let it simmer. Then later on, you can kind of readdress that thing or whatever. So don't bank off of your fan art. Don't bank off you. the fan art. Yeah. The fan art is basically just to say, hey, I'm still here, and your name is going to be around. Yeah. So what Give you're doing. something to talk about. Exactly. What you're doing is you're building a foundation on what you can and can't do, and you can say, hey, I can do fan art, but that's not what I'm. What I'm trying to do. That's not what I am. You know, I'm not. Yeah. I'd like to be taken seriously as an artist. Mm-hmm. So the fan art's just like a. Here's like a little kind of like highlight. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a it's a it's a little bit of a strategy that you need to do. And don't um, be annoying about it, though. I mean, I know he said that, but these guys, I'm sure, get bombarded with a lot of fan art yeah. and a lot of fans. So just don't be annoying about. Sending yeah, them. and so. don't bank on it. Again, yeah. when you go to an agency, they're not going to care anything about your thousand likes on this one picture that you did mm-hmm. for so-and-so. They're not going to care. Yeah. What they want to see is your range, your depth, and your a knowledge with and your knowledge of what programs. you do. <laughs> exactly. And so they're not going to care about that. And that's not what was highlighted yeah. when I got hired. So going into, well, so I guess that's, so that would be your main thing is just build the resume and then just start putting it out once you, you've built it yeah. to get it. And, and still then, work on your craft. Don't think that you've arrived. And well, you, I don't think as an artist or any type of creative, I don't think you ever arrive to full knowledge because well, some people will stick things are to always a, evolving though. Well, that's the thing. Some people will stick to a niche. Or like a niche or a, a style niche, that they do, mm-hmm. and they stick to it, but they won't budge from it. Like even if a new program comes out and says, or animated, or you know, like use this to clean up your work, and they won't do it. And so, it's like, all right, well then, you're going to be work stuck. for some people, but I think for most, they need to learn to. Yeah. I like to evolve. I like to get better and better and better and yeah. better. So and learn new. Yeah, new styles yeah. and new things. I learn from other creatives, and that helps me kind but of don't up, up my Learn game. from other creatives, but don't copy. Yeah. What don't, was it that you start, said earlier? Be inspired. Not a inf- or Don't be influenced. Be inspired. Be inspired. Yeah. Because I got a lot of friends that are amazing. Like, they're way better at this than I am. Mm-hmm. But they inspire me to be better. They but if you started copying them, yeah, if I was then, like doing their style, I can do their style. Yeah, that's easy. Like, yeah, I can name off three or four people that I'm like, I, I can do, do that, that. Yeah. but I'm not going to, because yeah. they do it. But I'm gonna do my style. Yeah. But I might take that little color palette that you had. Yeah. That's amazing. So things like that, and most people, again, like I said, it's not a competitive sport, so they're pretty open to tell you like. Oh, I'll tell you how, how I did it. Mm-hmm. Tammy Coker was like one of my favorite guys because he was like super open to say, yeah, this is how I did it. And it was awesome. So um, the next question is top three do's and don'ts. So we kind of 
hit on a few different things that you would say I would do this differently or let me go with the don'ts first okay. because those are a little easier. Don't beg. Okay. Don't fangirl. Or is that is that the same? No, I think they're kind of two different things. Yeah. Don't beg don't and don't fangirl. And I guess we just said it, don't copy. Yeah. I think comparison is you hear it on like any kind of like influencer kind of quote. Copying or a comparison is just like death, mm-hmm. you know. And I've I found myself comparing myself, mm-hmm. and it was during the sad sad times in my art career. <laughs> yeah. And comparing your numbers to other people too, like yeah, um, you were mentioning earlier about when you know yeah, your followers t- start going down. I know that's a top three. Uh, you said top threes, but let me shimmy that one in there. Yeah. Like don't don't listen to these algorithms. Like paying attention to your followers, your likes. Oh, this one didn't get that many likes and this one did. I found that like if I didn't tag somebody into it, my my likes were like like if I tagged anybody from a label, record label, artist, like I get like so many likes and so many followers. But then I put out something original. Yeah. And and, and that's like when you start to realize 10, 15 people. some people may not really be a fan of your art. They're a fan of the people that you're drawing for. Exactly. And so you but you can't get butthurt about it. Like you just gotta keep yeah, and that's putting why we, your stuff out. That's why we told you don't don't be a fan art person. Yeah. Because then you're gonna be that person. Yeah. And that's technically a caricature. Mm-hmm. And they have those at theme parks. Yeah. So unless you like doing it. You can go get hired at the theme park and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Job. If that's what you like to do, yeah. they have that. So, but if you don't and you want to be greater than that, be greater than that. Yeah. So um that would be the don'ts. So top three do's. Do's. What you need to do's mm-hmm. is well, I kind of touched on that before, but I like to evolve. So I would say encourage you to practice. Practice on the craft and also the programs. Um, figure out like cool ways of you know u- utilizing that. Because those things could actually help you. Like Photoshop helped me get to another level really fast. And so and with just small little tiny techniques. Um continue to be like because I don't know. Are other artists, I'm trying to think if they're inspired as I am. Like I, or is it just me? You know, I don't want to say go out there and just go admire so many artists. Because no, I think, I think some people most aren't people, like that. No, I think most artists appreciate other art. And that's why they're in the field that they are. Okay. Well, I would say that then. I said find people that you really like and that you're like, it just, it just draws that out of you, mm-hmm. literally. <laughs> Pun intended. But if it just draws you out, it, it takes you out of your comfort zone. It makes you just want to draw. We used to go to like Barnes and Noble, mm-hmm. and I used to like just thumb through kids' books, yeah. ones that attract my eyes. And then I would be like, "Man, why is this so attractive?" And I'd try to find out what makes it attractive. Or the other is find the books that aren't so and find out why 
Yeah, and then and you're like, man, me. I got to get like, better. Because yeah. we really get a lot of inspiration by terrible books. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We read it and we're like, oh, my gosh. We got to put something Why didn't out? we write this? Yeah. No, our kids need better material <laughs> yeah, they do. to read. Um, yeah, so things like that. I look at other artists. Um, I have a lot of influencers that that inspire me to um, because they're at a different level. And I like them. They they usually get me to get the creative juices going. So is that two? Um, that's that two. Just all one. Was that all? What was your first one? Um. Oh, practice technique. Practice technique. technique be inspired. Be inspired. And, and third, is surround yourself with um creative creative minds and creative people. Um, because if you don't, you get really kind of lonely. Yeah. It gets really depressing. And and, if, and people who are in just regular nine to five jobs don't really understand. Yeah. I don't think. And don't think when I say creatives, like don't think. Oh, you need to find another person that draws. Yeah. Because my wife Emily is one of my biggest influencers. That inf- she's inspired me. And I do everything. not draw. And she does not draw. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> I wouldn't say terrible. Babe, it's terrible. No, it's not terrible, but. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> that's not your uh, area. It's not my niche. <laughs> um, but I have like musical artists. I have, I mean, belief. He's vlogger, kind of like visually. I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't know what. He's just he's all around. Too. Yeah, he's musical. Like he just gets me. Like I get fired up. Yeah. Um, and there's you know there's just like musical artists, um, literature. Even just deep thinkers, Music. people who are just creative thinking. Man, there are a lot of people like that. Yeah. So surround yourself with that. So surroundings, technique, and inspiration. Inspiration in no order of importance. Yeah. They're all important. So to sum it up as far as this part, yeah. is as fast as you can, best advice to a newbie. This is somebody that... Draws well. Draws well, but that's all they got. Okay. They've they've never been hired for anything. So get like, going. Com- yeah. Get going. I said just put yourself out there. Put your name out there. Mm-hmm. Well, first strategize. I would say strategize first and just like kind of lay it out. What kind of areas you want to go to, what kind of places that you wanna like where do you want where do you see yourself in five years? Mm-hmm. Kind of like a plan. And then work towards those plans and those goals. Mm-hmm. Is the things that you're putting out, like in social media, even in your Insta stories, like, do you, is this what you want to be known as? Mm-hmm. Are you going to be the funny guy that just like makes dumb Insta stories and nobody's interested in it? Or do you want to be somebody that influences with the Insta stories and that's going to work to your benefit? So everything that you do is going to be strategic in what you do. So that's what would be. Yeah. I was reading advice for, it was for writers, but I think it could be for anybody that's creative. But they said, because somebody said, how do you perfect your writing skills? And Mm -hmm. one person said, write every day, even if it's trash. Like, but every day write something. And I think the same thing for drawing is every day you need to be drawing, even if it's something that no one else will ever yeah. see. As you actually, uh, Stephen Kuntz, mm-hmm. uh, he's a typography. I can't do typography. That's as good as this guy. 
Um, but you guys could probably find them. But he says, create something every day, even if it's crap. Yeah, and he drew it on a toilet seat. Yeah, he actually drew it on a toilet seat. Yeah. And it's it's such a true statement because I would draw on a post-it. I would. Yeah. This I guy would, literally draws all day long. Yeah, and it's sometimes it makes it, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a lot for of me. Them don't. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then now we're almost done, guys. But one more question. But this is to the person who's wanting. To hire a graphic <laughs> artist. Now, this is what fills his inbox up. He gets, I can't tell you how many every day, people wanting to hire this guy. And if this is you, look, you got to do better, man. Yeah. You gotta. <laughs> so, so, yo, 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 homie. I got this dope fire <laughs> album about to hit. It's going to be oh dropping. And it's going to be Every emoji I think we should placed have, in brackets. I think we should have opened with you doing that. <laughs> I think that was great. <laughs> so because it's so accurate. That's why yeah. it's that's why it's funny. Everything's misspelled, no punctuation, like there's so, no professionality. So in hiring a graphic designer yeah. or artist, that's where it should start. Yeah. Be as professional as you would want this person to be professional to you. Mm-hmm. Like if you do that and you and you shout yo yo yo, I'm gonna you know, I need you to do some dope work for me. That's what they're gonna give you. And usually these guys that start with that end with instead of they don't say this, but instead of paying you, they put if you do this dope art for me that I know you you can do for uh, me, I I'll shout you out to all my followers. Or I can. Yeah. Well, first of all, oh I mean, gosh. if he's doing art for you, of course you're going to be posting it anyway. So you're not doing him a favor. And your 200 followers are not going to. Or even if you had a million. Yeah, it's not what we're going for anyway. Yeah. Like, we need the money because we have children. To Just to let you know, <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith reposted my picture. Mm. I didn't get anything out of that. Except no for income. Co- you got a couple other yo yo yo. Yeah, I ended up getting more. Can you draw me money. like yeah, that? I did get that, <laughs> but that it didn't feed my family any different. No. We didn't move into a different tax bracket, no. like nothing. I still worked at the VA. In fact, I saw it at the VA, <laughs> and oh, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I was still pouring pee that that afternoon. So nothing happened. So don't. If you're hiring a graphic designer, don't think that that's a sales pitch. No. That is not what we need. So, And more than likely, that graphic artist already has set prices. So. Yeah. And think of it as your own. You're an artist, too. Mm-hmm. Okay? So if you're an artist, too, and you're approaching another artist, show as much value as you see in them as somebody saw in you. Or, or would want, want to, to see, see in you. Yeah. Because if you, if are you going to get booked at... You know, if you're a music musical artist or a musician, do you want to be booked at a nice venue or some rink-a-dink, you know, hole-in-a-wall place that's just going to give you 50 bucks for your, for your mm-hmm. good time? Like, don't value that person because that person, if you really truly value them, pay them for what they're worth yeah. or discuss it or the same at least way talk that you, about it. Because the thing is, I think about a lot of these musical artists who don't want to put the money down for their album art, but yet they get mad when people rip off their music. Yeah. But it's the same thing. It's yeah. like you're, they're putting money and time and effort into their craft, 
and wanting to get paid for it, so does your art, your graphic yeah. artist as well. And then also, your album art is, I mean, people judge a book by its cover. Yeah, so unfortunately. <laughs> you, you want your graphic artist to take it serious and put time. Yeah. But really, they're not going to put as much time into it if you're only yeah. throwing them coins, you know. Or, or I'm just going to give you followers, fine. I'm just going to give you a decent, or not even a decent drawing. So I would say just invest, mm-hmm. you know. It's the same thing you would do for a producer. Mm-hmm. You would invest for a good mixer. Invest for a good musician. Yeah. And and you want to be on good terms because you probably may want to work with this guy again. And Exactly. Yeah. And that's the same with the graphic artist too. Like you want to work well with the music artist that's exactly. hiring you. Like there it needs to be a mutual professional relationship here. Yeah. But a lot of these guys just I guess don't have much home training. I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, I understand, like, you're know, a rapper, so, and so maybe you don't sound like... Well, I, I think it's the social yeah. media. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, this is social media, I'm just going to talk. Isn't that like a professional email or but a cover letter? If you're if you're doing anything to hire someone, it needs to be yeah. a little bit more professional. Oh, that would be a, a thing um, that I didn't mention before to the people um, that are trying to come up, learn the business aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Because you have to be professional about it. You have to send invoices out. You have to be able to have a letter of agreement. Some people require a W-9. Like these things I didn't learn until like last year. Yeah. And that goes for both sides. So if you're hiring a graphic artist, expect that. Expect that. And you can write it off. Yeah. So I mean you won't even lose money out of it. Yeah. Technically. Well. Well, you do, but you're paying them their yeah. worth, but you're not like you're not paying him. The graphic designer more than you would a producer. Right. So, all right, guys. Well, we are over our forty-minute mark, and so I guess we will wrap it up. This was fun. It was. Did you like? I it? think it's because I I know this. I know this side of. The <laughs> Good. We're talking. Oh, we're about talking. About I know about <laughs> next week. Food, <laughs> desserts, only desserts. That might go over an hour, though. That's probably. I like cake. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Thank you guys for joining us on Us Us and and Stuff. Stuff. Goodbye. Love you guys. Peace. Peace.